On today's Mark Meets, I'm joined by Sally Jackson from the Pink Pig. Mark Baker. Matthew Goodwin. Amber. Amber's a client manager at the Scunthorpe office, having originally started as an apprentice. I'm, uh, I'm Mark. Yeah, so I grew up in uh, Scunthorpe. Um, I went to Foxhalls Secondary School. Um, yeah, that's basically... Where I grew up. Does that take us up to the point when you decided to become an electrician? Yeah, so like most uh, 16-year-old lads, I sort of left school immediately, not really knowing what to do. Um, I kind of wanted to go down the music route, but fast, you know, found out that there wasn't much of a music scene around this area. So um, <clears throat> took the conversations with my, my dad. He sort of persuaded me to go down the, the trade route find a trade um, so I straight in at 16 years old uh, went to college and started Was that through an apprenticeship with it an employer, local employer? Yeah so I started with um, a, quite a large company in Scunthorpe um, doing a day release so I worked for them for free uh, on a Monday just to try and get in with them and then went to college I'm uh, Matthew Goodwin I'm the director and one of the uh, co-owners at Goodwin Healthcare Services based in uh, Scunthorpe North Lincolnshire um, the company provides care to um, people in their own homes and we also do uh, supported living as well. Um, the company has now been operating 10 years this year. Um, so obviously that's a, an achievement in itself, uh, something that we will be celebrating. Um, we employ approximately 90 staff and provide care to approximately 70 service users. We um, are on the contract with the local authority and the CCG, also you know known as the NHS. And we do a proportion of private work as well. Okay, great. Yeah. And let's rewind right back to the start then, Matthew. Tell us tell us about you from uh, from being a child, if you wouldn't mind. Okay. Um, so born and bred in Scunthorpe. I have an older sister, Claire. Um, I went to Linton Prep. It's a well private school in Scunthorpe. Um, I think well, my parents sent me, sent me there because uh, I was behind at uh, primary school and it, I, you know they felt that I needed to play catch up. Anyway, um, so yeah, went there with Claire and, um, well, from a young age, you know, very driven. Um, I think that was more to do with my parents, uh, encouraging us to work hard. Um, so, and there was also an element of that at uh, the school, there was a competitive there. I've also all, always been, uh, had an interest in sport. So from a young age, playing football, playing rugby, um, uh, did a little bit of karate as well. And um, so, yeah, finished my studies at uh, private school. I went on and passed my 11 plus. Went to Queen Elizabeth High School in Gainsborough, which is a, a grammar school. Um, there again, um, worked very hard. Um, also run alongside it. I also always had a keen interest in sports, uh, predominantly rugby through my teens. But uh, also randomly, I um, used to throw discus uh, at county level for Scunthorpe and district athletics what was your pb on that matthew oh God, i can't remember now <laughs> i'm gonna say about 35 meters but if i'm honest i can't remember sounds impressive yeah uh i do recall uh, quite randomly that the coach he was uh he had a running background so when we used to turn up for training twice a week he used to take me for, for long runs and i used to think well, what's this got to do with discus but uh anyway um it taught me the love for running actually yep. as well sally tell the listeners about yourself Oh, goodness. Well, I'm 60 this year, so it's quite a long time to talk about. 
looking perfect. fabulous as well. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So um, brought up down south, as you can tell from my accent. Everyone calls mm. me posh. Um, but uh, yeah, so went to university and did uh, charter surveying, which is jack of all trades, master of none, mm-hmm. which put me in good stead to be an entrepreneur, I reckon. Yep. Um, so did surveying for a while, then met my husband, who's a farmer in Scunthorpe. So moved up here when we got married um, and continued surveying up here for a few years until I decided that I really didn't want to do surveying anymore and wanted to start a business. So I started my first business, which was children's wear, mm-hmm. um, back in the dark ages before the internet. So I used to have to go into the library, find fabric manufacturers, write to them or ring mm-hmm. them, get samples. It was horrendous. Thank God for the internet. Yep. And um, and then went back to for a little while and then decided to set up a farm shop. Which we know was the pink pick. So mm. what, what was the driver for that? Why did you decide to go down that route? Can you remember? My mum and dad are mm-hmm. both entrepreneurs. Yep. And I think it's just in the blood. Um, my children accusing me of having ADHD. Mm-hmm. It's never been diagnosed and I'm sure it's rubbish. But it's called a butterfly brain. So yep. you're constantly thinking of new ideas and new things to do, which is good for business ideas, not necessarily good for, for carrying it through. Mm-hmm. And my husband is probably fairly similar, so not a good combination. (laughs) So everything's been an idea. Yeah, 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 that's going to be great. Let's go and do this without really thinking it through. Okay, so the initial challenges of setting up the Pink Pig, what what were they? How would you combine them down? Well, it happened very slowly, I guess, Mm -hmm. because we had a trestle table at the end of the drive and then we had a little shed and then we had a little um, farm shop and a restaurant, just 24 seats. So everything has happened fairly slowly, which has been good mm-hmm. although it's a bit frustrating but it is good because you're earning money to put back into the business and gradually growing it yep. the disadvantage is that you never get to pay yourself mm-hmm. having said that I was running it with three small children so actually and I tell other entrepreneurs this ones that are starting out I say your business has got to fit you yeah so if you've got a small family small children you can't devote your whole attention to a business my children call it my fourth child anyway yeah you just cannot. So you just have to, you have to pace it. So as soon as the kids left home, yeah. <laughs> suddenly everything sort of fallen into place and got yeah. good. So the popular child got all the attention needed. Then, <laughs> the, that popular, point, yeah. the popular child yeah. stayed at home. Yeah, and just, okay. yeah. keeps on growing. Keeps, keeps on growing. On growing. And keeps on growing. <laughs> Amber, tell the listeners about yourself. So I'm originally from Accrington in Lancashire. Uh, I went to Peel Park Primary School and that's where all me and my siblings have gone. Uh, then I went on to Holland's Technology College where I did my GCSEs. How did they go? They went really well. I got A's and B's mm-hmm. which was great. And then from there I went on to college where in my first year I studied math, psychology, law and music. And then in my second year I dropped music to be able to focus on the other subjects. Yep. Um, I really enjoyed law, that was my best subject, mm-hmm. I got an A in that, um, which prompted me to consider it doing it at degree level in university. Okay, so which university did you go to? So I went to Manchester Metropolitan University, yep. and I studied law there for three years, okay. but I had a gap year in between, which is when I moved to Scunthorpe to live with my partner. Okay, great. Was there a particular element of the, the law degree that you liked the most and disliked the most? Um, it's been a few years since mm-hmm. now. Um, I think the one I enjoyed the most was probably 
quite enjoyed Wills and Pro a bit. That yeah. was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Different from what I'd done already. Yeah. Um, least exciting. Mm, probably international law. Right, okay. It sounds very dry and that's yeah. coming from an accountant, yeah. so it says a lot. <laughs> so you got to the end of the degree and you got a first, I believe. I did get a which first. Is, which is brilliant. And and you then took, I suppose, what could be deemed the unusual step not to pursue the career in law, a career in law directly. Mm-hmm. Was, was there a reason behind that at that point in time? Um... I think I knew whilst I was studying that I didn't really, I wasn't set in doing law as a career. It was just something I enjoyed doing. So I thought I'd get a degree in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I'd finished, I knew that the process for becoming qualified was really lengthy. Yeah. And I'd already spent how long in education. I didn't want to spend another 10 years becoming qualified. Yeah. So then I was just sort of, I just finished. So I was just looking for jobs. And then I saw the Jackson Stableton yeah. one. And I knew I wanted a professional career, something I can really get into, show off my skills and my knowledge and do really well at, and I thought I'd give it a try. Excellent, which which brings us on to the reason that that you're on today, as as lovely as it is to talk to you. Um, We're now working more closely with the colleges and, and, and dealing with students at different ages, so GCSE, AS level or half A level, if that, that still exists, A level, and then even people that have started a degree or, or completed a degree. And, and sort of the common common question is, when is the right point to do it? And I think your living testimony to it's kind of never too late, not that you're mm-hmm. that old, but, but, but normally um, someone may have started the, their apprenticeship in accountancy younger than you, it's maybe fair to say. Um, but but also interestingly, of course, you've got the aptitude and the intelligence and 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 what you've taken from your degree. You come in with a you know degree more of life experience than maybe some of your peers that you worked around and see and, mm-hmm. and come into. So so really, it's to highlight that the career is it's never beyond it's never beyond you. You know, yeah. yeah I, th- I think sometimes people think I'm eighteen. I've, I've made a decision. I've, I've I've taken a degree and I must follow that path. Actually, accountancy is equally as open Definitely. to 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 an, an any age. So, what would you say was the biggest challenge of of running the business? I think it's um, not having the confidence to sort of know what you're doing. So, having gone from surveying to then suddenly running a shop and a restaurant um, was a completely different set of skills, <clears throat> especially dealing with people and people are the hardest to deal with because everybody is different. You can't treat them all the same like you can treat cheese. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's just dealing with people is is tricky. Um, but also, it's one of the most fulfilling things. Yeah. Um, but never go into business if you don't like into a business with people if you don't like people. And I've mm. seen lots of people do it thinking, what are you doing? You yeah. don't even like people very much and you're trying to run a hospitality business. So you've got to mm-hmm. like, you know, you've got to enjoy what you do. Would you say it's changed you as a person or was it, do you think you're the same Sally Jackson that started? Or, no, I think you know? I'm the same Sally Jackson right, that started, okay. just a little bit older and a little bit wiser. Okay. What does, what does mental health mean to you? How do you, how do you view that either how it's portrayed, um, how it's covered, how people understand it, or even just, just simply how, how you maybe deal with, with the challenges of, of, of having a family, running a business, um, aspiring to do things, but also 
looking to have a balance in life as well. How 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 do you sort of box that off if you can? I think it's important. Yeah, very important. Um, I mean, personally speaking, at the age of twenty five um, is when I had my, my first child. So at twenty five years old, I was a, I was a father, a landlord, and a boss yeah. with employees. So um, quite an time, achievement. Yeah. Sorry. Quite an achievement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, at the time, it was just a bit of a whirlwind. Um, it, everything was just happening so fast. So. It, it didn't feel like an issue, but looking back, um, could you know it could quite easily get caught up with the mm-hmm. mental health side. Um, but again, I think exercise definitely helps that. Yeah. Um, taking time out, music, listening to music, yeah. like that definitely help. You've got to have the downtime, switch off when you get home, and not take it you know, stresses home with you. Yeah, it's definitely important. Um, try and segregate. Yeah, just sort of time block. Yeah. yeah, not because it's easier now, and you'll have seen that transition, I suppose, as well with with technology from when you first started. Yeah, even Definitely. even as a young media, person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't the same twenty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of um, for any listeners that say aren't in business, so to speak, and I don't like that phrase, but it's it's the easiest way that you can uh, box it off. What what would you say to them if, if they were considering it and, and either felt socially there was some kind of impact for them or, or, or physically or or people around them are, are saying, oh, there's too much risk? What what would you say to them in, in terms of um, how to approach it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I believe it, if you go into business, it's something you've really got to be passionate about um, and ideally – have some knowledge around as well. Um, I would encourage you to look at your own lifestyle actually as well. I mean, if you're having children, can you commit the time to Mm -hmm. running a company, particularly starting a company, because it will impact your social life, your friendships, your your relationships. So just to consider all those factors first. But um, I don't get me wrong, if it it pays off being your own boss, it's nothing like it. Well, I mean, I love it, but there are a lot of sacrifices. (laughs) 